minutes after 11 central african time assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh ahlan wa sahlan wa marhaban bikum it's a beautiful wednesday morning here in lanesia Arafat bin Ibrahim Hatta is the name. Uh, my beloved engineer, none other than brother Bonface, he will be with me from now till 12-ish. Or maybe they will change the seat, him and Haji Suleiman Esop. I firstly want to welcome the listeners of Sirius FM, Haji Faisal Asmal and Hafiz Yusuf Asmal and Company. And I want to welcome our wonderful listeners of Merkaz Sahaba, the voice of Ahlu Sunnah Wal Jama'ah. Remember, our WhatsApp number is 084-786-3132. 084-786-3132. International Overseas Listeners, plus 2784. 7863132. I see there's a lot of messages coming in. Is tonight the first of Ramadan, the first Tarawi? I don't know. We leave that to our beloved senior, respected, honorable Fadilatul Ustad, Hazrat Malana Mufti Abdul Qadir Hussein, Hafizahullah. Ustad, welcome to the bliss of marriage. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, Ustad. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Barakallahu feekum arafat jazakallahu khairan regarding tarawih regarding ramadan all these issues remember the following three things saudi arabia masjidul nabawi masjidul haram makkah mukarramah masjidul aqsa and the whole arab world and majority countries in the world will start the Taraweeh Salah tonight and tomorrow, Thursday, will be the first day of fasting. For us here in South Africa, remember the moon is 23 hours old, almost here in, in Transvaal, in the Gauteng area and surrounding, and you go to Cape Town and so forth, it's 23 and a half hours, and Durban is 22 and a half hours. So it shows it's a very, very good chance. Inshallah, we all should make a concerted effort, and inshallah, inshallah, Aziz, somebody will see the moon, and then the announcement will be made, and then inshallah, that will usher in the month of Ramadan, then tonight is Taraweeh, and then tomorrow the first fast. So you should remember the following things, that regarding the du'as for the moon, we sent it out to you yesterday already, and you will see on my nasiha, because we always one day ahead, so we sent out to you the first of Ramadan already today. Second one is this, remember Taraweeh is 20 rakats. There's no such thing as 8 rakats and 10 rakats and so forth. So those people who are there in Makkah, Mukarramah, Medina, Munawwara, read your 10 rakats Taraweeh with the Imam, read your Witter with the Imam, because MBS Murtad bin Shaitan, that he only allowing them 10 rakats. And then go to your room in the hotel, you and your wife, you and your children, read Read the ten rakats taraweeh, read it in Jamaat from Alam Tara downwards, and in that way you are knowing that you read your twenty rakats taraweeh, alhamdulillah. And then in South Africa and so forth, we read our twenty rakats taraweeh, witter with the Imam, whether it's a Shafi, Hanafi, Maliki, Ambali, whatever, and after the witter, read thrice, Subhan al Malik al Quddus. This is not only for Ramadan, it's for every night. 
Subhanal Malik al Quddus. And the third time, read it and prolong it. Subhanal Malik al Quddus. The hadith is mentioned in Sunan Nasai. Tomorrow morning, wake up early, 3, 3 30, 4 o'clock, 4 15, 4 30, depending where you are now, obviously. And then read your two rakat, tahajjud, salat, at least, or more. And make dua, read istighfar, have your suhoor. Ni'ma suhoorul mu'mini at-tamar. Remember, the best sehri, the best suhoor is dates. So, O oh, Ummah, esteemed listeners of Sirius FM and Marqas Sahaba, the voice of Ahlu Sunnah wal Jama'ah, remember, dates is sunnah, suhoor time, sehri time, and at iftar time. Wallahu al-Muwafiq Allah Jalla wa grant all of us tawfiq that we may qadr and appreciate Ramadan Mubarak and we appreciate and may qadr of Laylatul Qadr hmm. Subhanallah Subhanallah Allah Sana wants to know Ustad is it permissible to change my seven week old baby's name Anonymous Ustad Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. The question we have to ask is, what is his name and what name do you want to change it to? If the name is good, for example, the name is Abdullah, Abdurrahman, Bilal or Hamza or something, then you will get some people because maybe the baby got so ill or sick, they will say, no, that this name is too heavy. That's the word our people use. They say this name is too heavy for this baby. All these are fairy tales from India. When our forefathers came from India, then they came from Jalalabad, they came from Chakmalpur, they came from Saharanpur, Palanpur, Kolvatpur, lot of Poors they came with, you must remember that. And then they brought one red kitab with them, so the Lal Kitab. And that kitab got a lot of fairy tales and fabrications. So if it is, that is the case, then no, no, you mustn't change the name. But you will choose such a name that the meaning of it is bad and horrible, terrible, then change it. And mashallah, you got 25 Ambiya alayhi salatu salams, asma'i, mubaraka, they're beautiful, wonderful names in the Quran Sharif. You got Ashra Mubashara, you got Nabi alayhi salatu salams, three sons, you must remember. You got Qasim, you got Abdullah, and you got Ibrahim. So, so many beautiful names you got. So, use whosoever name names that are good meaning and mentioned in Quran Sharif, Sunnah Mubarakah, etc., Sahaba's names. So that will be our answer. And remember the hadith in Mishkat Sharif Abu Dawood, he Habibuna Mustafa Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, Innakum tud'awna yawm al-qiyamah bi asma'ikum wa asma'i abaikum fa ahsinu asma'akum That you will be called by your name and your by biological father's name, not your adopted father and stepfather. Your biological father's name you will be called by for Ahsinu Asma'akum, hence choose good names. Abdul Qadir bin Ismail, Arafat bin Ibrahim. So like that we will be called on the day of justice. Somebody says I have done istikhara and so I have a few people done for me as well, Ustad. Some people say okay, some say not okay. So which one should I follow, Ustad? Remember, we, because we're not practicing what we are taught, 
Quran Sharif taught Surah 3, verse 31. Say, Ya Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Qul, in kuntum tuhibboon Allah, if you love Almighty Allah jalla wala, fattabi'uni, follow me, Habibuna, Mustafa, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, immaculately. That's how you translate it, not just follow me. Follow me immaculately. Then, Yuhbibkumullah, you will become beloved of Almighty Allah, وَيَغْفِرْ لَكُمْ ذُنُوبَكُمْ And Almighty Allah will forgive you your sins. So it shows that what is istikhara? إِنَّ النَّبِيَ صَلَّى اللَّهِ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمَ يُعَلِّمُنَا الْإِسْتِخَارَ كَمَا يُعَلِّمُنَا السُّورَةِ Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam taught the Sahaba, the beloved students, companions, regarding istikhara, as he, Mustafa Rasulullah Sallallahu would teach them the various surahs and chapters of the Noble Qur'an. So you must read. Read now with me. Allahumma, O oh beloved Allah, khirli khara khire. Allahumma khirli, O oh Allah, you select the best for me. Wahtarli, and you choose for me. So you made istikhara. Must you marry Ahmed or Muhammad? Must you marry Aisha or Fatima? So what came in your heart now? That is sunnah answer finish. There is no such thing that you must tell A, B, C, X, Y, Z, and this one and that one. That is permissible, but not sunnah. Sunnah is the person who has to make the decision. He or she should make the istikhara. So discard everybody else. And what came in your heart now? Allahumma khirli wakhtarli. So that should be your decision. Somebody says, Ustaz, that what du'as can our hafiz read for the Qur'an to remain in their hearts, Ustaz? MashaAllah, O hafiz, O imam, O qarisab. Tonight, inshallah, inshallah, Aziz, we will scan the sky, we will see the crescent and the new moon, we will read Allahu Akbar, Hilalu Khairin wa Rushdin, Ya Allah, make this month a month of khair and goodness, wa Rushdin, and a month of righteousness, the hadith in Abu Dawood, Hilalu Khairin wa Rushdin. Second one, contact your teachers and tell them, O oh, Ustaji, tonight I'm going to perform Tarawi. Make special dua for me. If you're in the same town, same city, go to him, kiss his hand, take his duas. Go to your beloved parents and take kiss their hand. O oh, Abati, O oh, beloved father, Ya Ummati, Ya Umma, O oh, my beloved mother, that you make special dua, kiss her hand, and then say, Allahumma inni a'udhu bika minal walahan ya Allah protect me from walahan you know tonight the halim is starting and tomorrow the samusas the Arabs they don't say samusas the white men they say drihu kulikuk <laughs> so drihu kulikuk and the Arabs they say samusas like that they say it and we say samusa that's the proper way of saying it so from tomorrow around Maghrib time the samusas will be starting the halim will be starting and then the stomach also starts making all funny noises so read Ya Allah protect me from Walahan there must be no problems with my hudu and so forth is hadith in Tirmidhi inna lil hudu is shaitan yuqalu lahu al 
Wallahan. That in a Tirmidhi is mentioned for Hudu, there's a Shaitan, is called Wallahan. He brings all the waswasa, all the whisperings of Shaitan. For Salat, the Hadith mentioned Muslim Sharif Khinzab. Khinzab kam K H I N Z A B. Allahumma inni a'udhu becoming al Khinzab. Protect me from Khinzab. He comes in Salat. He confuses us. We don't know. We get caught up with the Mutashabi heart. We don't know which rakat we're reading. First rakat, second rakat. And he blows our fuses. So do all that. Give the charity before you go on to the Musalla, before Isha time. And in that way, now you want to make yourself a pakka, a jayid, a good hafiz, good karisab and hafizab. So tomorrow night, you see tonight is Wednesday night. So tomorrow night, Thursday night, Laylatul Jumu'ah, the hadith in Tirmidhi, Sayyidina Ali radiallahu anhu wardah, came to the master sallallahu alayhi sallam and said, Ya Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi sallam, I learn, I forget, I learn, I forget. So he, Habibuna sallallahu alayhi sallam, told him on the night of Jumu'ah, between Maghrib Isha, after Isha, after Tarawi, Witter, Suhoor time, any time you can do it, mashallah, read for Akkad Salat. How you read before Zohar Salat. Surah Fatiha, Surah Yasin. Second Rakat, Surah Fatiha, Surah Dukhan, Surah 44, in the 25th Supara. Then after two Rakat, you said for Tashahud at Tahiyat. Third Rakat, Surah Fatiha, Alif Lamim Sazda, the one in 21st Supara. This is the sequence, Tartib Nabi Alayhi Salam taught us. Fourth Rakat, Surah Fatiha, Surah Mulk, Tabarakalladi. Do it three consecutive weeks. So every Thursday night, do it in Ramadan or five weeks. So you must remember that this year we will have, inshallah, five Fridays, inshallah, Aziz. So you can do all five, you must remember, during Ramadan. Or seven, or seven weeks, you must remember. Then he said, to Badu. I never used to forget. So you do that, O Hafiz, O Hafizah. Allah will make you a pakka, jayid, good Hafiz, and Hafizah, Qarisah. And second, we go, this is now Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, then Al-Imam Shafi'i, go open Diwan Shafi'i, this incident is mentioned there. Al-Imam Shafi'i, Muhammad bin Idris, born 150 in Gaza and passes away 204 in Cairo, Egypt, only 54 years. But Imam Shafi'i was, Imam Ahmad bin Hanbal said, Al-Shafi'i ka shamsili dunya, how the sun illuminates the world. Al-Imam Shafi'i illuminated the world with his knowledge and everything else and verdicts and so forth. So he went to his teacher, his teacher's name Waki bin Jarrah. So listen to the words. Shakautu ila Waki in I complained to my teacher Waki, my memory is failing me, it's getting weaker and weaker. Faarushadani ila tarkil maasi. He gave me advice. Don't commit sins. Today the Hafiz want to watch the movies, want to watch the Hollywood, Bollywood, Robin Hood, Tiger Hood, Shaitan Hood. For innal ilmanurum min ilahi, because there's knowledge of Quran Sharif and Sunnah Mubarak Mubaraka and Fikul Islami, our jurisprudence is nur, is radiance, effulgence directly from Almighty Allah. Shakautu ila waki in suahivdi, fa arshadani ila tarkil maasi, fa innal ilmanurum min ilahi, wa nurullah. 
and Allah does not give his new radiance, effulgence to people who continue with vices and sins. So that is our advice, O Hafiz, O Hafiza. Somebody says, how much housework is the lemma to start? As my mother does housework all day, when I try to talk to her, she pushes me away saying she's exhausted and says Bibi Fatima radiallahu anha used to do housework. Ustad. Very good. That's why the old people, they are so strong. You must remember that yesterday a lady came, my wife's family, and they were here as guests, as visitors, 85 years old. And you look at them, mashallah, they're mobile and they can walk without the stick and without difficulty, eyesight, everything perfect. So because you must remember they kept themselves active, they stayed away from so many haram things and so forth and so on. So we should also know, so whatever your mother enjoys doing, leave her as long as it is permissible. If you know that our old people, I'm speaking of the 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, so obviously 30s, 40s, 50s, early 50s, we were not even born. So you must remember that when they woke up, they would start sweeping everything in the house. And they say, we must be clean. Then they make wudu, they got the hajjud, everything and so forth. Now for you, today's young generation, you will say, hey, you have to sleep this time here and so forth. So therefore, when you're 40, 50, particularly, you understand, finish, tired, rida, tired, and exhausted and so forth. So because we don't do manual work, we only press buttons, press this remote, press that remote, press this channel, press this channel, and so forth. So leave mommy, whatever she's doing and so forth, she's enjoying it, and you must help her and not criticize her. Wherever you can help her, you must help her. She's making samosas now, help her with the pearl, help her with the, with the months, help her with this. She's doing, making tea and all these things there, the savories, help her. So don't object on her. So in that way, you will win her heart and you will win her duas as well. So that is what you should do, O Betty, O daughter. But Mufti Sab, this will be our first Ramadan in Eid without my dad. Is it Islamic belief for the mom to be at home on the day of Eid as morning, the first Eid without him, or is the or is this more a customary practice to start? It's haram, not customary, it's haram, totally haram. You must remember that. So your father passed away, Allah grant him genital fiddos three months, six months, eight months ago, and your the children, grandchildren, all should be reading Surah 14, verse 41, Rabbana Fili, Wali Wali Deya, Walil Mu'minina Yom Ekumul Hisab. That, oh Allah, forgive me, forgive my beloved parents and the believers, the day the reckoning is established. So you must remember in Islam, Muddatul Ihdad, what you call Ihdad, that is the morning period, M-O-U-R-N-I-N-G. So that is three days, three nights, 72 hours only. Only person exempted, excluded from that is a lady whose husband passed away. Remember her, it that 
will be Arbata Ashurin wa Ashura, chapter 2, verses, verse 2, 3, 4, 130 days, 130 days from time of death. So she, in that 130 days, she can't wear new clothes, she can't wear jewelry, and she can't apply Mendy, Henna, all these things. So your father passed away, now three months, six months have passed, now you say, no, each day we will be very sad, and we won't wear new clothes, we will just stay in the house, all that haram, brother. You can't be mourning, day of Eid is a day of happiness. Surah number 2, verse number 185, listen, I read for you. Complete the period of Ramadan, 29 days, 30 days. The day of Eid, the night of Eid, Shafi is Malik, somebody say the night of Eid also. So, say Allah, Akbar, Allah, Akbar, Hadith of Mustafa, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa mentioned in Tabarani, Zayinu a'ayadakum bittakbir, one Eid, many a'ayad, plural, beautify, embellish, adorn your Eid with takbir, Allah, Akbar, Allah, Akbar, la ilaha illallah, Allah, Akbar, Allah, Akbar, walillahi alhamd. Why must you glorify Allah? He gave us the greatest gift and the greatest thing a man, person could desire for. And that is the wealth of Iman and Islam. Then go out to your Muswalla, to your Eidgah. Go out to your Masajid. Go perform the Eid Salat. So that you are grateful, thankful to Allah. Another Ramadan came. Another Ramadan finished. And we bow down our head in gratitude to Allah Jalla Wala. Inna li kulli qawmin Eid wa hadha Eiduna hadith is sahih, authentic hadith in Mishkat Sharif. Every nation has their festival celebration. This is our celebration. We must be happy. We must be smiling. We must be people who are joyous. You can't be in mourning after three months, six months, all that. Absolutely haram, all that. When I give you two examples, my father passed away on the second night of Ramadan. So I told my brothers, told my family, no business of mourning and that everyone each day wear your best clothes, smile with everybody, woman to woman, man to man. And when I was a young boy, six, eight, nine years old in Heidelberg, so I remember that after Eid Salat, then my father or brother, there goes the Molanas also used to do it. The Molanas were not really qualified that time. You mm. know, Allah give them Jadatul Firdaus. So they say, Pelli each chair. Pelli each chair. So when it's Pelli each, we must go to all the houses who somebody's father passed away, somebody's mother passed away, somebody's brother passed away so we go there and all that not permissible in Islam remember these things here we must practice the deen of Islam not our customs we brought from India and Hamanskral and from the Arab countries or wherever so that practice is haram and not permissible my husband says you said mastura jamaat not permissible and he's out in jamaat majority of the time when I ask him let's go mastura he says no Mufti A.K. says Allah will be angry. Ustad, 
You see how people lie. You must remember these type of things here. Show me once that I said Mastura Jamaat is not permissible. We say 100% is permissible provided that you go with your husband, provided that you go with your mahram, your brother, your father, your son, your uncle, like that. So never ever did we say, I say yes, some ulama say it's not permissible. That is taqwa and piety and precaution. But fatwa, our fatwa is thus, there to go for ladies, go with a man and a husband or mahram for 40 days and so forth, totally permissible. He doesn't want to take you, Ben, and sister. Mm. So he uses me. You know, people just use AK, AK said. So therefore, today, AK took out this AK-47 and then he <laughs> blasted and gave the pastor a good, good, he crucified the pastor, you see? So you must remember these things here, my sister, that he just looks for excuses. A girl too in a jahe to bahane hazar. He don't want to take you, so he make thousand excuses. He'll put my name, he'll put our Honorable Ustad, Hazrat Mufti Rizal Laksa, wrote the whole book on this. You must remember that. So what condition? 100% permissible. TKO. Bas is TKO. Yeah, TKO. One guy asked me, what TKO? Uh-huh. So I asked him, you don't know Muhammad Ali. <laughs> so, was, so you must remember the technical knockout. Somebody says, my husband is chatting with a girl, Ustad. And when we want to talk, he runs away. Ustad. Yes, he's guilty. So therefore, he runs away for people to accept the truth. is very difficult. Therefore, Mustafa Rasulullah sallallahu told Sayyidina Abu Zar radiallahu anhu warda. He was great eminent sahabi. Ya Abu Zar, qulil haqqa walau kana murra. Speak the truth even though the truth is very, very bitter. So, yeah, we must not confuse issues. Take this hadith and take the Quranic verse. فَقُولَا لَهُ قَوْلَ اللَّيِّنَا You Nabi Harun alayhi salam, you Nabi Musa alayhi salam, Nabi Musa alayhi salam is younger than Nabi Harun alayhi salam. In age, but in rank and status, Nabi Musa alayhi salatu salam is much higher, more prominent, greater. So, both of you, you go to the Pharaoh right in his royal palace and speak to him in a kind, polite and, you know, beautiful manner and courteous manner and so forth. So speak the truth even though it's bitter. Yeah. We don't have to speak in a bitter tone. So we- so we should understand the difference between the two. But there is no apology and there's no compromise on truth. Today's Muslim, they want to be apologetic, they want to compromise, or they want to sit on the fence. Once you sit on the fence, you are committing a major, major offense. Mm. Listen to this one, Ustad. How do I get rid of my mother-in-law? She lives with us, and the only reason why I tolerate her nonsense is because she put me in her will, but she's the dagger between me and my husband. Ustad. So you are greedy, you're waiting. Ten months of dwarf, as Anna months of dwarf. So ye is Anna Fromance of dwarf, you know. Yeah, one froman must die, one lady must die, and then you're going to inherit. But you're the daughter-in-law, you don't inherit anything. Yes. 
this can happen, you must remember that when she passes away, then funeral, burial expenses. Second, the debts of the deceased, and that is personal debts, business debts, corporate debts. Third is wasiya, that is to bequeath for none heirs, maximum one-third. So now you must remember, maybe she included you, that you are one of the beneficiaries. You're not an heir. You are one of the beneficiaries. So when she dies, you will benefit from them. And maximum is one-third from the net estate. And the fourth one is the shares of the heirs. So now your intention also is tainted and polluted. You should have said, one pious person went to another pious person. He said, this is in olden days. He said, you know, I can't hear the azan. So he told him that what you must do, then make a small opening day in your wall. You will get sunlight also. And that person said that I don't get enough light in my house. So he said, buy, make intention. You open that small crevice and opening there. You will hear the azan. So that is primary. And automatically you will get hear the get sunlight also. You buy the cow and automatically the milk comes. So you, my sister, daughter-in-law, you should say, Oh, me, oh, mother-in-law, I am going to make so much khidmat for you, so much khidmat for you, and automatically the money will come to you also. But you doing the direct opposite, that you're just waiting she must die. And what happens if you die before her? Who's got guarantee today? So therefore your thinking is totally wrong. You must tell your husband you're changing your intention now and remember that you're going to make her khidmat this Ramadan and serve her for the love and pleasure of all. And regarding death, you must make this dua. Ya Allah, whenever death is better for me, whenever death is best for my mother-in-law, my husband, then take us from this world. Wa anta radin anna. Whilst you are pleased with us, Ya Allah. Therefore, the hadith teaches us, Allah, hadith in Muslim Ahmad, Allahumma jal khaira ayyamina yawman al-qaqafi. Ya Allah, make that the best day in our life the day we come to meet you meaning and you are very very pleased with us Quran says Ya nafsul mutma'inna Oh you soul who is content and you tried every good thing you tried you stayed away from haram Go back and return to Allah's mercy Allah is pleased with you you pleased with Allah Allah will announce enter with my special special servants and enter in my gardens my paradise you are my guest perpetually and eternally so that is the true Muslim sister not like what you are thinking that's wrong somebody says my brother-in-law stays with us Ustad he's 22 years old and he sees how his brother ill treats me and swears me and calls me ugly names so I told my husband why can't you be like your brother he treats me so nice and speaks to me so nice and he respects me so nice. So now my husband is upset because I told him that of his brother. Am I wrong or right, Ustad? Because his brother is very nice to me. I can't lie. Move to AK. Ustad. Yes, all three of you are wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Number one, Quran, Hadith is always warning us. Ya yeah, yuwal ladina amanu, khudu hizrakum. 
Ey iman walo. Oh, you believe? Exercise and take caution and precaution. Habibuna sallallahu alayhi sallam's hadith and saying in Mishka Sharif, Alham al-maut. The husband's brother, your brother-in-law, is like death. You must remember that, which means how you have the natural aversion and fear for death, you must fear him also. Now let's come, all three parties are wrong. Your husband, the way he's treating you, we answer the questions as the questions are posed. So remember that if you are speaking the truth, then what he's doing is totally haram, and you must show him now before Ramadan starts. Surah 4, Surah Nisa, the women regarding the women, verse 19, 19, ma'ruf. Treat your wives with love and respect and justice. Khayrukum, khayrukum Hadith Sharif of Mustafa وسلم, the best of you are the best of you to your wives and your children. I, Mustafa Rasulullah and the best to my wives and my children. Authentic Hadith in Tirmidhi. So he's wrong. He's haram. For your brother-in-law, husband's brother, he's very nice with you because he's sweet poison. He wants to soften you up and catch you on the rebound. You see? that sometime when your husband is not there, you alone with him, then a lot of things can happen. So therefore, Mustafa sallallahu alayhi sallam said, Alhamu al-maut, fear him, for him to be in your house, and you, your husband, is not even permissible. He must be told go stay in the outbuilding. He must be told go stay somewhere else. He can't be living with you all day. There's not permissible that. We mm. must be clear on these type of issues there. There's no parda, there's nothing. He's a total stranger for you. So what he's doing is haram. He's softening you up, setting you up. And third one, you also involved in haram. Your, your brother-in-law, oh, you're so good brother-in-law you speak so nicely to me <laughs> and then see your brother so you also doing haram sister so all of you all three of you are guilty husband must treat his wife properly and he must ask for forgiveness for all the haram he did <laughs> that brother-in-law put him in the outbuilding or tell him bye before end of March go get another place to go live you can't be sitting here and living here it's not permissible <laughs> and third one that you and he all the chatting and talking all haram it is remember that both parties are guilty well it's uh, 15 minutes uh, to 12 o'clock on this beautiful Wednesday morning tonight at about uh, 20 past 6 our Maghrib Adhan will be going out of course on Merkaz Sahaba and thereafter after the Maghrib Adhan after the Maghrib Salah we will be live opening uh, the lines and we will be opening the welcoming of the month of Ramadan inshallah this evening I hope Ustad will be joining us as well so I will be tonight uh, this evening inshallah I hope the uh, Tarawih the Eastern Tarawih Ustad inshallah Mawana Arafat will be starting 6.30 my brother Yusuf Ali will be with him Mawana Zaid Khan will be there with you and then inshallah I will come down after I receive the confirmation inshallah the confirmation will be the crescent the moon is sighted and we will just tell you officially and then everybody will continue with their own programs and then will be Tara Isha and Tarawih and Witter and all and tomorrow to tonight will be Qiyam that is Tarawih and tomorrow will be Siyam and the fasting inshallah so 6.30 tonight Mona Arafat Mona Zahid Khan Yusuf Ali will be firing up inshallah Aziz. 
Insha'Allah, amin, amin, amin. Ustad, listen to this question. Maybe the brother needs some advice from you. See, Mufti AK, day before yesterday, my wife disrespected my mom. I now told her, pack your bags, because I'm sending her back to her parents, Mufti Sab. Now she's crying and begging me for mercy. I don't care, Mufti AK. I give her so much of money, and this is how she appreciates my mom. I'm rich, alhamdulillah. Now my little daughter says, don't send mommy home. Not even Mufti AK gonna stop me. Remember, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam says, Jannat is under the feet of my mom. Wassalam, Ustad. Remember, my brother, very good, you quoting all that, but how come you didn't quote the Quran? Sayyidina Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala anhu used to sponsor some people because he was a wealthy man. You mm. say you're a wealthy man. And then when that incident took place in the fifth year of the Hijrah and it was the month of Shaban, so you must remember, and that is known as Ghazwa Ibn Mustaliq. Then the same people, not all of them, but some of them, they also cast allegations, accusations against Siddiqa Sayyidah Aisha radiallahu anha. And he was very upset. Sayyidah Bakr Siddiq, he said, okay, now in future, I'm no more sponsoring you. Almighty Allah revealed the verse, Surah 24, Surah Nur, and verse number 22. Surah 24, verse 22. The qasam you took, the oath you took, you must break it. You pay the kafara, everything, and continue sponsoring them. Why must you do that? Well, ya'fu, forgive. Well, yasfahu, overlook. Allah tuhibbuna ayyaghfir Allahu lakum. You also, that, as an ordinary person, you committed sins. So, I'm addressing you, brother. So, you committed sins. So, the more you forgive, the more Allah will forgive you. So, yes, she made a mistake. She asked you for forgiveness. She asked your mother for forgiveness. So, you forgive her, and Allah will forgive you and your family more and more. What Ramadan will that be? That your wife is gone, and your children are crying, and so forth. Use your common sense, brother. I know common sense is not common, and you're speaking with your big pride and your big ego because you're a wealthy person. So put that pride and that ego one side and practice on Quran. Quran says forgive people and Allah will forgive you. Surah 24, verse 22 Wallahu ghafooru rahim and all Allah is of forgiving and Allah is merciful. So that's my advice to you. Wassulhu khair. Reconciliation is the best. Amara kam jorna hai. torna. Our aim is to make the home and not to break the home. I see one listener says, but Mufti Sab, Ramadan is here and so too will the devil be released in my husband. Can I tell him not to fast because he becomes violent to start? No, he must fast. Tell him Ramadan means tahriqu zunub, to burn the sins. We learn self-discipline. We learn self-purification. So, what is Som? It is Shaharu Sabri, is the month of sabr and patience. He can't be carrying on like a madman and swearing you and cursing you because he can't smoke or because he can't eat and because he can't watch TV or whatever else it is. So, all the haram things. So, you must remember that he must learn that discipline. So, we can't tell him, no, don't fast. So, we must tell him he must fast more. He must keep all 30 fasts of Ramadan and after Eid he must keep the six fast of Shawwal also so in that way he'll become proper Musliman, a true Muslim inshallah <laughs> subhanallah Taswad says I have four wives Muftisab I don't know how a man can live with a single wife 
because the stress is so much more greater. Can I advise our brothers to take more wives? Ustad. Yes, you can advise them. You must pay the mahar. So you must remember and all the expenses and so forth. Story time. So to we in 2023, so I didn't go anywhere overseas. 2023. Mm-hmm. 2022, I didn't go anywhere overseas. 2021, December, I went to Mozambique. They insisted I must come. So I said, overseas, Makkah, Medina, all that last I went was in March 2020. Then was locked down after that. And then I went to Mauritius when I came back. Cut long story short. So it was 2021. And remember it was December. So I I went alone and hey, Maputo. Then this person came and all that they picked me up. So they thought, I see that you got Jumma Salat there by a masjid they call, you know, Ahmad Sabur. <laughs> so I said, Who's this Ahmad Sabur? So he said, No, is it our father, grandfather? So I said, why you call Sabur? He said, no, he had four wives. He had 25 children, his own children. And he had 104 grandchildren, and he knew everybody's name. But you see, he had to exercise so much patience, so much patience. So one day he got tired. Now he said, I better go. So for two years he was gone, a wall, absent without leaf. Nor his wives, nor his four wives, nor his one, two wives are still alive. One wife is definitely alive in Durban. <laughs> and remember that his uh, four, 25 children and 104 grandchildren, nobody knew where he went. Two years missing. Then he came back. So they asked him, Abba, Dada, Nana, where you went? He said, no. I said, now I must make too much sabr. Let me go learn Islam. In that old age, he landed up in Azhar University. Allah you Allah. see? <laughs> but Allah loved him because he made so much sabr and he was so good to his wife and children, grandchildren. Then he passed away, I think, 2006 or somewhere there on a Friday. So you see, brother, it's not everybody's job to take the four wives and all. So in my lectures day in Maput, and Quran says also, Surah 4, Surah Nisa, chapter 4, verse 3, فَإِنْ خِفْتُمْ أَلَّا تَعْدِلُوا That if you fear you can't do true justice for wahida, then one wife only. Then I should tell them that story. I said, see, I'm a Maimon. My mother tongue is Maimon. So in Maimon, we got some wonderful expressions. So sometime when you got one wife, then you in Qiyam. You understand? You're uh-huh. standing straight. Uh-huh. And then when you got two wives, then Vakovar even. <laughs> then you go into Ruku. You understand? And then some people, they got three wives, then they go into Sazda. You understand? Now they're crawling. they finished now. And we got four wives, then you make salam. Now ready for the cupboard. You must remember this thing. Yeah. <laughs> so you, brother, if you got all four wives and you're doing justice, we will say, MashaAllah, very good, keep it up. But it's not everybody's job, remember that. Because Mustafa, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, warned us, Man kanat lahu imra'atan, whosoever has two wives or more, wa ma'ala ila ihdahuma, and is favoring one over the other, he will come on the day of Qiyamah and his whole body will be bent one side. Humiliated, disgrace is Hadith Sahih, open Abu Dawood, Tirmidhi and that. So therefore, brother, to you, well done, but don't import that, tell people. People today can't look after one wife, then you must have the money, you must have the resources, you must do justice. There's a lot of conditions attached, my brother. I see Bain will bring his laughing. He says, Vakovarivya, Oskar. 
<laughs> Respected Mufti Sab, I'm a female, I'm a sister, I really want to get married. What du'as must I read and what qualities should I look for in a partner who's God? Both ways Mustafa Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam gave advice. For us, the man, Mustafa Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, Tunkahul Mar'a li Arbayin. People will marry the lady for four qualities. Limaliha, either for her wealth. She belongs to the highest strata of society, the elite group, the super rich. Wali Jamaliha, or because of her beauty. She's very white, she's very fair, and you know all. Or blonde and green eyes and blue eyes and that. So Islam says don't look at Mal, don't look at Jamal, meaning don't make that criteria number one. They belong to the higher strata of society. Very famous. So you run and you say, hey, even I'll get famous in that. And look at the piety, look at the belief structure and character, all that. Then, first, give preference to the deen. She's belonging to the Ahlu Sunnah wal Jama'ah. She's not the Kuffar, Shias, Qadianis, Agahanis, and all these characters. They got Muslim name, but they're not Muslim. And if you're not going to do that, look at the deen, then taribat yadak. Then you will put your hand in the sand, meaning then you must blame yourself. So this, so that is selection of spouse, authentic hadith in, in Mishkat Sharif. The other way around, now somebody proposes for you, daughter, sister, and now your father, you all must make mashura, discuss. إِذَا خَطَبَ إِلَيْكُمْ مِمَّنْ تَرْدَوْنَ دِينَهُ وَخُلُقَهُ And whosoever proposes for you, you please with your his deen. He's a Muslim, he's a Ahlu Sunnah wal Jama'ah, and so forth. His character is good for so with you. So get you, get, you must get married to him. Don't make Talmatol and the Tasweef and delay and procrastinate. Talmatol is Urdu, Tasweef is Arabic, and delay procrastination English. So for illam tafal, if you don't do that, you don't get them married immediately, then takun fitnatun fil ardi wa fasadun arid. Then there will be fitna, mayhem, chaos on this earth. It's authentic hadith. So you, my sister, start today. Today is Wednesday. So after Zohar, mashallah, you read two rakat salat and read Rabbana hablana min azwajina wa dhurriyatina qurrata ayun. Read ya wadudu ya wadud. Tonight in Inshallah is tarawi, tomorrow is fasting. Sehri time, daily make the dua. Iftar time, make the dua. Never ever lose hope in the mercy of Allah. Tell your parents to make the dua. Allah will send somebody for you. Inshallah, special. Okay, I just say good many announcements, so let us just stop there, inshallah. So let us give all the programs and what's going to happen tonight and so forth. So 12 o'clock will be Brother Suleiman Esop with the news, and thereafter will be that we must have that enthusiasm and zeal to serve Islam. So Mahana Ridwan Kaji, that will be interesting lecture, inshallah, 1 o'clock Adhan for Zohar, and 105 to 130 Surah Bayina, and that will be verses 1 to 1 to 5, inshallah, verses 1 to 5. 130 to 2 Surah Mursalat, and that is verses
verses 15 to 29. Then 2 to 3, Brother Yusuf Ali, what current affairs. 3 to 3, 3 to 4 will be the repeat of this morning's Q&A. You may listen to it, the story of the pastor and so forth. And dua. 4 to 5, Mufti Ahmad Khanpuri. That Allah Ta'ala say, Rosi Mangna. That ask Allah for sustenance and provision. And then 5 to say, 5 to 6 will be, just say, Sital Maghrib will be, 6.20 will be Adhan, inshallah. So will be our Maulana Khalid Yaqub. Then, inshallah, will be Adhan. And after that, 6.30, Maulana Arafat, Maul Zahid, Brother Yusuf Ali, all will be here in the studio. And they will give you up to date what should be done. And they'll tell you the timetable schedule of Markaz Sahaba, the voice of Ahlu Sunnah Jama'ah. Then I'll come down and, inshallah, give you the official verdict, inshallah, that moon sighted, not sighted, but inshallah it will be sighted. We're very, very hopeful in the mercy of Allah. So we all can start together. Makkah, Mukarramah, Madinah, Munawara, Aqsa, Mubarak, 90% of the world and Muslim countries and Muslims. One, two countries will be exempted, remember, but 99% will start tonight, inshallah. So, and thereafter, read the du'as. We sent it to you already. So learn all those du'as. And then after that, you have your meals and mashallah, then the Isha, then the Sunnah, then the Taraweeh and Witter, and mashallah, our program, our new timetable will kick in and start inshallah, so we may, we will have Taraweeh from Masjid Hilal that is in Durban, and there 20 to 80 Jamaat and thereafter, that we will move to Makkah Mukarramah and take their Taraweeh, so today we will take it because the gap today will be one and a half hour between Maghrib and Isha, there in Makkah from tomorrow will be two hours so all that we will monitor and see how it goes but every night you can listen to local Tarawi from Masjid Hilal day in Durban overport and Makkah Tarawi as well so mashallah wonderful timetable make dua for us and the ummah at large Barakal. and then Mona Arafat will start 3 o'clock in the morning inshallah so that great sacrifice from Molana, his family Junaid Mota all of them and I'll also come in inshallah Barakallahu Fiqh Assalamu Alaikum Wa Rahmatullahi وعليكم السلام ورحمة الله وبركاته that was our beloved honorable respected فضيلة الأستاذ حضرت مولانا مفتي عبد القادر حسين حفظه الله don't miss out this evening it will be live on Market Sahaba Haji Suleiman Esop with the 12 o'clock news Market Sahaba the voice of Ahl Sunnah والجماعة